Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hey everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. We are in the book of James, chapter 2, and we are on day 3. And my friends, buckle up. If you are not sitting down, maybe sit down, or if you're driving, pull over to the side, because I've got a word for you today. Now, if you belong currently to a denomination that really pushes good works, that it's about the things that you do, that maybe the the phrase grace or the term grace is a little bit unfamiliar to you, or it's um, you are saved by grace after all of your good works. You are the people that I really need to listen to today. Now, you and I may end up disagreeing theologically even by the end of this, but I would love for you to hear me out. I have come previously in my faith journey from two different denominations that were strongly works-based. And and I do feel that there is a place for works. But today I hope to show you that even though James talks about good deeds or good works, that your salvation is not dependent upon these deeds or works. Did you hear me? If you're watching me on the screen, look at me very carefully in the eye, or if you're listening on podcast, listen one more time. Your salvation is not dependent on you. And it is my intention today to use scripture to tell you why I believe that to be so, that we are saved by grace and grace alone. So let's pick up with James chapter 2, verse 17. Hotly contested. This is one of the number reason, number one reasons that Martin Luther did not want James in the canon. Listen to what James says. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds or good works, depending on your translation. It is dead and useless. So if you've heard faith without works is dead, this is exactly where it came from. However, did James say your salvation is dependent on your good deeds. No, he did not. He's talking about your faith. Let me read it again. You see, you see your faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is dead and useless. So let's make a comparison to 1 Corinthians. I'm sure many, many, many of you, if not all, are familiar with the love is patient, love is kind. It comes from 1 Corinthians. It's said at a lot of weddings, it goes on to say that if I am a, a noisy guy, a noisy gong or a clashing cymbal or the other way around, I'm obviously not reading it, that that what I'm saying is just noise, right? If I proclaim to love, but I don't do anything about it, my claims of love are just noise, right? Let's also talk about the prophet Isaiah. In, in his book in the Old Testament, Isaiah 64, he tells us that good deeds are like filthy rags, Now, that doesn't mean that we're never supposed to do good things. In fact, James goes on to tell us that we should. But what he's saying is, in our frail human form, in our flawed state of existence, anything we do, no matter how good it is, is like a filthy rag before the Lord. So let's go to the book of Ephesians. Okay, this is where the Apostle Paul hotly contested what James said. And he said, let me be very, very clear. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, God 
saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Hear my words. Verse nine, salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. God wants us to do good things. He expects us to good, do good things. And James will even say we are right with God when we do good things. But nowhere does it say that those good things affect our salvation. If they did, it would categorically mitigate what Jesus did on the cross. What is the point of Jesus coming and dying on the cross if I am to work as hard as I can to do everything I can to earn my salvation, and then when I fall short, then grace sweeps in? That isn't how it works, and nowhere in the canon does it say that. Good works are great. Yes, they are important. Yes, they sustain your faith. Yes, they show the world that you're more than a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal, that you are walking the walk, not just talking the talk. But good works do not and will never affect your salvation. That was bought and paid for by the blood of Christ. That's what grace is. It's a free gift to anybody who wants it. Now, back to James, he goes back and he talks about Abraham and how Abraham did good works for God. And he talks about Rahab. She's an example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions, but it doesn't say Rahab or Abraham were saved because of those good actions. It says, you see, uh, verse 24, so you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. It makes God happy with us. And if we go all the way back to the beginning of chapter one, where we started our week, what did God ask us to do? He asked us to love everyone, to not show favoritism, to not show prejudice, to be nice, not to the only guy, the guy with the gold rings, but also the homeless beggar to, to show our faith. And in this section of scripture, he also talks about, um, if you say goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give the person any food or clothing, what good does that do? Jesus said, they will know you are Christian by your love. Love God, love people. Don't just say, have a good day, stay warm to the beggar, do something about it. But know that doing that thing while it pleases and makes you right with God, it does not change your salvation. If I have rocked your boat or your world, I would love, 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 love to hear from you. You've heard my side. And again, hear me. I love you. You are my friend. You are my people in the body of Christ. Thank you for sharing my side um, of this theological discussion today. I would love also to hear from you. I think that's how we learn and how we grow. So sit on this nugget. Respond to me if you will. Have an amazing weekend. Come back right here next Tuesday as we pick up with chapter three, controlling your tongue. Yikes. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five, and you can connect with me there.